We interrupt this episode to bring you today's sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online community with thousands of classes in design, business, tech, and more. Anyone can join the millions of members in the community to learn cutting-edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. If you'd like to support the show and are interested in Skillshare, we have a deal for you. For a limited time, click the link in our social media description to get your 14-day free trial on us. It's quick, it's easy, and you can cancel at any time. Go to our link in our description to receive your 14-day free trial on us. Now back to the episode. And then all of a sudden, the videographer gets an email from a trustee of that church. And he's like, the church, the, the church trustees are all losing their minds, blah, blah, blah. You guys did. And we were just like, we weren't going to take it down originally, but it's just like, it was, a, it was just like, a, it was complicated. They, well, well, the reason was they said they're going to sue us basically. All right, welcome back to the Two for Us podcast, where we document the rise and stardom of Winnipeg's talent and personality. Thank you so much for joining us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow button. really helps us out a lot and motivates us to keep going. It's either guests with us or sometimes we have just the boys only, but today we got a guest. Let's bring on our guest for today. Oh. Hey. <laughs> he is a singer <laughs> and a rapper who's made his mark in the music industry with a new release called What Goes Up. Um, here to talk about his rise, please welcome Sandman. Hey, look at the live audience, man! It's killer. <laughs> Large live audience. Why don't you uh, Why don't you start off by giving a little introduction to yourself? Uh, even though I kind of introduced you, like what mm-hmm. you do, what's your background, where you come from, all that. Okay, for sure. So, um, yeah, I'm. My name is Sandman. I am 21 years old, uh, born and raised in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I went to high school and school, grew up in the West End, like St. James area. Uh, shout out St. James, kind of underrated. Nobody, like nobody I know comes out here ever. So, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's fire out here. Um, and, but my family is also originally from Italy. So I spent a lot of my younger days days I guess uh going out there and I went to school there actually for a bit too um and yeah I mean I started making music when I was about 16 in high school and I started off making beats and whatnot and flash forward I started writing, writing my own music recording my own music by myself and here we are damn so you said you say your name is Sandman I'm interested yeah. to see where, where where the name Sandman comes from I think I have somewhat of an idea but Okay. Elaborate. So, I mean, obviously, like the number one thing is my name is Alessandro, right? So, growing up, I went to a pretty like white school, and like a lot of people misspelled, mispronounced my name, even though like it's not that crazy of a name in my opinion. But you know, just because it's, I guess, longer, so I'd get like San, San, Sandro, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so that was, I would get nicknames like that all the time. A common one was like sand. One kid once called me sandal and yeah, bro, I got called sandal. Like as a kid, that's when you whip out the sandal. Exactly. Exactly. So there's that aspect to it. 
But then the other main reason I said it, and no, it's not because of the, the Spider-Man villain, unfortunately. That was another <laughs> one people thought for a while. But um, it was because, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, like, there's actually a mytho mythological, like, Sandman has, like, it's like a, one of those folklore type deals, right? So... It's kind of just like this guy that comes to like kids at night and like enters their dreams and stuff and like shows them things, that kind of thing, which I thought was really dope. And I don't know, I just kind of related it to like what I'd be doing, I guess. I'd be putting like ideas, giving them out to people, you know, like through my music and whatnot. So I just, I don't know, it kind of stuck to me. So you, you said you started producing music at the age of 16, right? What inspired that journey for you? Um, well, I've always been like into music and whatnot. I mean, growing up, especially hip hop and stuff. So like, you know, I used to listen to like Kanye. I mean, I still do like Kanye, big, big number one, like artist to me. And like, just listening to his music and watching like the whole process of producing and whatnot and like oh like samples that I thought was so dope so I instantly was like I can do this too you know just one day just stumbled upon some YouTube videos and was like yeah I'm just gonna download cracked FL studio and, <laughs> and get to work so you said Kanye you listened to uh who else were like your big artists I got on my shirt bro um, big artists so Kanye um like rap or just like in general yeah in general like whoever you uh like used as like motivation or i guess um like someone you looked up to well okay definitely well kanye for a number of reasons because he started off as producer and then no one really took him seriously with his rapping and then now look at him now right so there's that um other artists like when I was really young, the first artist I started listening to was actually the Beatles. So I think that was definitely something, I guess, profound in a sense, because that was the first time I was like, whoa, I actually like, you know, you every because kids, you know, you hear music, whatever. But I actually was like, oh, like, that's something I'm interested in. Like, mm -hmm. let me have a CD of that or something. So I'd say that. I mean, growing up as a kid, like, I used to also really be into like the early 2000s, like, rocked it so like all american rejects and whatnot like it's kind of all over the place right but i don't know those are just some of the artists that i guess i am inspired by musically and, and then do you try to like mirror that into your music nowadays would you say like your music is kind of like yeah i think 100 percent. yeah for sure like i mean obviously i'm trying to do my own thing but definitely a lot of the, my decisions are influenced like early, like I started off rapping and that was like my thing. And like, you know, that's a big deal. But I'd say a lot of like the singing styles and whatnot, like definitely heavily influenced by the rock stuff now. Okay. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, uh, I listened to your song, Gemini. Oh, uh, bro. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's a vibe. Like what I, like I, I listened to it like, instantly i got like the vibes of summer when i'm just chilling, <laughs> right like it's it's sick man like it reminds me of uh mac demarco i don't know if you thank you oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that yeah no thanks i appreciate it for sure yeah like that was totally that song was 
um i made i wrote that like two years ago i actually didn't drop it for like eight like a year almost because i wrote it and up until that point all i had done was hip-hop like rap songs and that was like my first attempt at making like that kind of style of music i guess and in my head i was like like oh, i can't drop this like my fans only like know me for rap like they're gonna think this is you know what i mean like i was just in my head about it and also that track was written like very like personally so i was like i don't know if i should drop this or not and i just kind of had it and then finally i was just like put it out and then yeah mo like people to my surprise went crazy over it and i was like okay well i guess i can see me doing more of this now that kind of vibe and uh tell us about your most recent single what goes up what goes up um so yeah that song i wrote it actually the original plan was that was going to be a song for valentine's day so like that was the whole idea behind it i was like i'm gonna make this like love song you know and i'm gonna talk about like you know just overcoming like those early stages of like you know like relationships you know when you first meet somebody and you're just like like you guys are there's always like i feel like there's levels to everything you know like relationships especially early on it's like but then once you get over that hump it's like smooth sailing right yeah it's like so that's stage one yeah. right? you know what i mean <laughs> yeah exactly so i felt like i beat that stage i was like let's go so i was like i'm gonna put this out you know for all the couples out there <laughs> and whatnot currently <laughs> yeah but it didn't end up happening because i didn't finish the song because i'm just like very i'm a big i don't know when it comes to me and my writing process it's like sometimes something just takes me forever to finish so i yeah and i also wanted to have a video and like a lot of the things kind of just delayed me like cover art i it had to be perfect the, the video everything had to be perfect before i put it out so yeah and then we dropped it the video and yeah it was it's, it's honestly it's one of my favorite songs that i've dropped so far aside from gemini Right. So you, you said like it came like from like personal experience is all your music from personal experience or do you like elaborate on to like outside experience or other people's experience as well? And how easy is it writing from personal okay. like sharing um, your information? Well, I'd say every song. Yeah, every song I've dropped has had okay well if you don't discounting i have stuff on soundcloud that like i remade from high school i don't count most of that like i don't you know it's just there just so i can look back and be like oh that's old my old stuff but um like most of the stuff like everything you see on spotify and whatnot all my songs up till now are basic like yeah they're definitely inspired by i i always implement uh real things or uh, like feelings and situations they all you know some songs a little bit more than others like i'd say gemini and what goes up those two are like very personal in terms of like you know like what i'm writing about um the other songs though will have like kind of a 50 50 it's like the, I ha i'll always throw in the stuff that like is real but then it's like obviously i'll i have to you know make it a little more a little bit more exciting and whatnot so but yeah for the most part I try to be honest with my songwriting because I feel like it's more relatable to people. Right. Because you want to, you want to put out stuff that you're comfortable with too. Right. You said you, you had Gemini in stock for, I don't know, however long. Right. What, yeah. what was like, why did that hold you back? Like, I mean, when, when I play it now, right. When I see the final product, I, I see no, no flaws in it. Like what was the, what was the reason? Was it just like the public audience? Like my audience hasn't seen 
seen this product before i don't know if they're gonna like it or not or was it just like a like a personal thing that you you wasn't you weren't just ready for putting it out it was it was honestly like a 50 50 split like it was def it was both of those things i mean yeah for one of them was totally just like man like i genuinely thought no one was gonna like it like i listened to it and i was like like i thought it was a good song i guess but i was just like i don't think it's like people aren't gonna like this you know like i don't do this usually though so why would they like it now and it was kind of just me fighting and like getting out of my comfort zone i guess as an artist because i think that's a like a big thing that most artists have it's like they're scared to like experiment with other sounds because they're just worried that like oh no you know like i'm trying to build a brand and it's not gonna <laughs> coexist properly right so yeah that was one thing the other part was definitely the personal factor for me it was like okay like i wrote this song like like no cap some tears were shed writing some of those lyrics. <laughs> like i was like going through it at the time so i was like you know who wants to hear these personal lyrics because again like up until then it, i wouldn't even say personal in the sense of like like no one's gonna know what i'm writing about like you know specifics and whatnot but at the same time i'm writing like like oh i love you like like that right i'm like oh, like are people gonna think that's a little too you know too much but nah i guess you know well after i dropped it it was like it definitely was the best thing i did because it made me a lot more comfortable reaching out there and stuff do you see yourself going forward with this type of uh like style of music yeah 100 percent. actually i it's and it's kind of funny because it's like i feel like again because it's the most honest i feel like it's the it is like my music like you know what i mean not to discredit anything i've done before because i think all of it is again like genuine to an extent but i feel like this is like the type of music i've almost always wanted to make but i think i was never comfortable with like singing and any of that kind of stuff and i just you know was like oh i do i need to be a rapper i need to just only make rap music like you know like polo g this kind of stuff's hot right now so i need to make rap rap you know and then it's like i was like no wait like this actually works for me right so i'm moving forward i think yeah a lot of my songs are gonna have i mean i'm always gonna rap that's the thing like I'm always going to like, again, with all those different influences and whatnot, like I'm always going to mix in like genres, like don't expect, you know, the next song to sound like the last one or anything, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be doing more of that kind of stuff and moving forward. So you, you would basically say like, you're trying to find your sound, right? Or like yeah. what works for you and your audience. Yeah. I mean, and then how long, how long did it take? Cause you say you drop stuff on like, uh, SoundCloud that you like don't really consider your music but like how <laughs> yeah. how long to how long did it take it to you figure out like yo this could actually work and what was that process like um it's, it's it was like trial and error I guess you know like mm -hmm. yeah when I started off I put my first song out when I was about 17 that was my first I just it was like my again I always want to make a song but and I feel like everything up until this point has been me just breaking through my own box in my head. Because even when I was making beats, a part of me always wanted to make songs. But then I was always like, oh, no one would like my songs. Because, you know what I mean? Like, I, I could never see myself writing one and be like, you know, and then I finally did. And then I was like, comfortable with it. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this more. And then I started doing other stuff. and got So, 
it was like trial and error for sure i mean it's just a mix-up of songs honestly on my soundcloud it's like i started off my very first song was like a lo-fi beat type song right and then just straight auto-tune singing it sounds awful i don't recommend anyone ever listening to it but it's there if they ever want to just you know see and then i had just a bunch of mix of this and that i tried out a lot of stuff until i you know i finally got comfortable with where i'm at now you know what i like about you is that you you're not afraid to get out of your comfort zone right like if you look at drake this man's either dropping straight bars or he's yeah he's dropping like uh marvin's room the next day facts facts he he's a mix-up and that that's what i like about you so like how like you talk about a lot of like it's it's a lot of mental game in this rap game right how tough Mm -hmm. is it to go from a starting project to finish it off like is it is it more mentally draining or is it just like the act of doing work that's harder um sorry so you mean like doing like a full project or just like a song like a song like yeah just um, like something. how much like I'd like i say... guess like like um what i would say like what's the process like like is it are you doing like late night studio vibes kind of thing that is that where you like the meek mill hoodie on that's when you're gonna go? like um so like in the studio or sometimes sometimes i'd be up late and i'm just like i'll write it's random man like i'll just get i it's kind of like my writing style is i think it's honestly it's something that a lot of people do but not a lot of artists like t- like talk about it like some people write right and then they'll find an instrumental to fit it whereas i will find like an instrumental or i'll cook up a beat or something and then i will freestyle that's what i do i just go on the mic and i'll play it once through and i'll hit record and i'll be like okay whatever stroke of genius comes out of this is either going to come out or nothing is going to come out of it (laughs) and i'll just record myself like I try to find my melodies and flows, basically. I don't really care about lyrics. I mean, like, the odd time I'll kind of hit a line. I'm like, ooh, that was cool in my head. <laughs> but, you know, and that's what happened with What uh, what Goes Up, actually. I wrote it. I was at my homie Brian's uh, studio. Shout out, Brian. Me and him had started a, a studio in his basement. And he, um, I was just there, again, like, late night sessions. I was just looking around, looking at beats. And I found one, and I found that beat, and I... Uh, I just just I started re- recording again same thing freestyle and I just came like in my head I don't know where it came up I was just like what goes up must come th-? and I was like yo and then I showed Brian and I was like he was like yo and then I was like yo let's go <laughs> so it was just like okay this has to be a song now because otherwise what happens is I'll if I go through it and I don't get any strong enough ideas or good enough, you know, then I'm just like, yeah, next, like scrap it, whatever. It's not a big deal. But with that one, I was like, yeah. But then it's the thing is after that, like, I guess it, most people would be like, oh, and then I finished the song. But for me, it's not that simple. My, I don't know if it's like I have ADHD or I just have massive, like, I don't know what it is about me, but like that song took me like a month to finish writing, man. I was just like, like some songs take me like a little, like a week, a couple of days, but sometimes it's like a month like that. And those, I'm not going to lie, it was very exhausting, this one, to write it just because it's like some days I'd sit there and I was like, man, I can't, I can't. It, 
and it's not even that I can't think of things to write about. It's that I kind of have like this perfectionist mentality where it's like every bar has to hit. Like every line has to be the best possible line it could be, right? So I'm sitting there like, well, I can't, like, you know what I mean? But then I end up just letting it go. And I'm like, you know what? The best thing I can do is just not overthink it. And then I just finish it. And then what happens, happens. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. 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 It's definitely good to uh, be always looking to like better yourself and like bettering like what you're working on. But yeah, like you said, as long as you're not like taking it to the extreme and you're like, yeah, it's like a curse. It's like a, a blessing and a curse in a sense. Cause I mean, obviously, yeah, it's like I'm trying to write, you know, only the best material. But at the same time, it's like I'm putting that pressure on myself. I'm not allowing myself to actually just like let, it flow out naturally which i think is when the best things come out honestly yeah because yeah you're definitely talented so just letting that like raw talent just make its way out is definitely definitely doing good thank you man thank you appreciate that so one thing one thing that what you said was you used to make beats right and then upon research we also found out that you also mix and master almost all your all your stuff as well Correct? I do. Yes, I do. So talk, so talk about why going that route instead of just finding someone or doing that. Um, honestly, it came out of uh, lack of uh, lack of income, man. I mean, I was like okay, 16 yeah. at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was a kid and I was like, well, I don't f-ing have money to go to the studio and record songs. So and then, like the good thing that and honestly, I would recommend any artist to do the same thing. And it's not even just because of that, but it's just like, it's just a good skill to have. Like, I think every artist should have some knowledge about um, engineering and whatnot and producing. Cause it's just, it just, your, your value as an artist, I think goes up even more. Cause you can go into a studio and you can be like, I want this to be like this. And you can really like, like work with other people. Well, you know what I mean? So I, yeah, I, I started off making beats, which was helpful because I learned mixing through that. And then once I did decide to start recording my own stuff, I took what I learned and just applied it to the vocals. And then I just kept focusing on that from there. So is like, obviously I can see from your craft, you put a lot of time into it. Um, is the, like, how do you quantify that? Like, how do you see if the song is successful? Do you, do you go by streams? Or is it just like the crowd appearance? Like, yo, people like this and that's it. That's that's it for me. Like I touch people or is it like, bro, I want to get like a hundred, hundred thousand streams. Like I want to get a platinum, you know? <laughs> yeah. Reply. No. Reply. Yeah. Um, I think like my, my old mentality was like pretty much that it was just like, oh, I need to get streams. If I don't get streams and it's, you know, and I mean, obviously everybody wants to get good numbers. Like I'm, I would be lying if I said, I don't give a shit if I get two streams. Like I, obviously I check in, I'm looking at it like, oh, is it doing well or not? Right. But what I've come to kind of realize is that with streaming and whatnot, and with just the music in general, it's not, it shouldn't be a popularity contest. So I don't, I mean, yes, I do care, but at the same time, what counts as a good song to me is if I listen to it and I like really like it and I'm just like, yes, you know what I mean? Like, this is, 
this is good. At the end of the day, if I like it, then it's good enough to post. I mean, obviously I should, I have, if I'm going to put a song out though, I'll usually run it by my friends and stuff in my small circle. I'll be like, yo, let me know what you think of this. Right. So, and like with what goes up, that was just one of those songs. I was like, this is catchy. Like, this is good. I think people would like it. You know, it's got a good, it's more about the process. Like it's, it's just like the video was fun to shoot. This was fun. It's like, I'm just here for the ride, man. You know? So, Basically. so you, you mentioned the video. So the video had a unique concept to it. So though, was that, I, I'm sure you had a, a large hand in deciding that and or talk about like, even you mentioned the team that was around to build that video. Cause it's a solid video. Thank you, man. Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. The, so the main idea was, was mine originally, like I said, I wanted to drop it on Valentine's day. So I had this, like the idea of having a girl that was definitely, in the equation from the start um originally i was like let's just do like some corn not corny but you know very like uh what's the other word i don't know basic <laughs> not ba- well basic but yeah like i guess basic you know like oh boy and girl going on dates doing cute stuff that kind of thing but then i was like but that's been overplayed man i'm not trying to be like one of those artists that has one of those generic videos so then i was like my friend Aiden, um, who's my main vi- uh, videographer, Shoshada AFN Productions. Um, he's the guy who also did Gemini with me and also my other music video that was taken down. But I, <laughs> we had a music video uh, with my other homies. But um, yeah, I brought it, the idea to him. And then he had mentioned actually a week before that, unrelated though, he was just like, man, like I got this green screen and like I want to test it out and stuff. I've never used green screen before. And I was like, and I just remembered that. And I was like, man, why don't we just film a whole video on green screen and just see how it goes, just make it funny as f-? And he was like, totally, he was on board with it. He's like, yeah, man, like, let's do it. Like, hey, let's be outside the box with it. So I was like, okay. And then from there, we, that's when I reached out to Ayub and I was like, because we had planned out, like up until that point, me and Aiden had planned out like, okay, the shots are going to be this and like this, you know? But we need the outfits, right, to really sell it. We wanted everything to be, like, on point. So that's when I was like, my man, Ayub, I know you got you got the knowledge, you know. You got you got us. And sure enough, he he pulled clutch. Couldn't, couldn't have done it without him, you know. And uh, same with the girl. Shout out Betty. She killed it. It was, it was a good experience working with her. It was just, like, a fun time overall, you know. In your Gemini... Uh gemini video were you performing at folk fest like was that folk fest or <laughs> so that's a that's a funny story so that's that was the only shot out of that video that wasn't taken on the same day because the idea was to try to film everything in one day and just have it be me but that was um actually a girl i know named emily i went to high school with she put on her own her own like little concert in her backyard in the summer because Folk Fest was obviously canceled, right? And she called it yeah. like Faux Fest with an X, like F-A-U-X. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, she and she actually set up a whole stage, like paid rented out equipment and stuff. And then these other guys that I went to high school with, um, they have a band called Love Letter Writers who are also connected with her. And they were like, hey, do you want to perform? And I was like, hey, man, yeah, like I haven't performed in a minute because of COVID. So let's get it popping and then yeah i got the band to learn gemini because i was like it was really important to me i was like i want to perform this with a live band you know so it's like really you know authentic 
And then, yeah, he just, Aiden came through. It wasn't even planned for it to be a part of the video, but he just shot it. And I was like, let's just throw it in. It fits the vibe anyway. So. No, that's sick, man. How, like, how important is the team that you surround yourself with? Like you say, before you put out a song, you, you send it out to your friends, you had to see if they were feeling it. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Is that, is that always been like that? Or is it usually like you send it to like, if your parents like it or something, then you put it out, but man my parents my dad do not do not give about music bro <laughs> i just showed him my video and he was just had no comments i was like okay but nah, my uh well honestly i was very shy about showing my parents my music because number one um because again all I, I used to just do rap right so i'd be like and my mom like i come from a pretty conservative family background my mom's not really like into rap. So I was kind of always like, she knew I did music, but she'd never like hear it or anything. And I never like bothered to show her but until I finally did. And then she was surprisingly like, oh, it was pretty good. And then now she like, she, now she's always constantly like, send it to me, send it to me. Like I show her clips of the video before it's out and she's like, send it to me right now. I'm like, mom, it's not even done yet. Like I can't, I can't send this to you. Yeah, like but, I'll post it on Facebook or something. That's what I'm saying. She's big <laughs> on there. That's her platform. <laughs> I'm like, mom, you can't share it with my aunt and your, you know what I mean? Your cousin, the cousins can't see it. But uh that's that's I, how you get the that's how you get the international audience, man. That's, that's how you get the that's facts though. That's the facts Italy, though. Italy, I mean my mom's out here plugging me, like I can't <laughs> hate, man. But she uh nah, when I, I think it's really important to have like a good a good circle of people for sure i mean and i think that's like one thing i've been blessed with lately which i'm super thankful about like before i like even like yeah like a year like two years ago when that's when i started posting on spotify like about two years ago um i would i still didn't really know a lot about i didn't have like a team like again i had friends and i would it was yeah i'd always share it with them because it's like i I like to think my friends have decent music taste, you know, <laughs> some more than others. So not every friend's going to get the track, but you know, for the sum that I'm like, yeah, you know, you're with it. I send them tracks here and there and I always get their opinion. I have other friends. A lot of my friends actually make music themselves. So like, I'll just definitely like they have an ear for it. Right. So I usually send it out to them. Um, but recently I've like, gotten an actual i guess group or yeah like a team of people that have definitely just helped in so many ways like especially um aided himself like the gemini video i think was like a milestone for me in terms of like what i was doing like i went from leveling i like i leveled up completely and i think it's just having like even just him as a friend like energy wise and stuff you know like the people i'm with they're very like helping me actually push my myself and my career you know so what do, what does your day look like outside of music like how much or, or how actually how much time are you spending during music like is is this like your full focus or is there other things that come in the way as well well unfortunately i do have a day job um <laughs> i do work i actually used to be at u of m um for the, like i went there for two years um and I, I was originally supposed to take, or I was trying to get into architecture, which funny enough, my girlfriend is in uh, now, the faculty. But uh, at the time, yeah, I was trying to do both for the longest time and I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't, it was like 
both of them were not getting anywhere because I was so split. Like I was like separating myself in half trying to do both. And it's like, every time I want to make a song, oh, I'm working on an essay. Or every time I'm, I should be writing my essay, I'm trying to write a song. So it wasn't really, I was like, I just need to commit to something and stick with it. So, but no, yeah, I work now. Obviously still got to, you know, pay for everything and whatnot. Um, I work from home though right now because of COVID. I actually do, uh, I do 24 seven. Oh yeah, I've been there. I've been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, gang. This, <laughs> you know, and it's light. It's light work. So I literally, I have my music set up here with my computer. So I just, bro, I'm that's not, when you, that's when you get the calls. You turn on the, you turn on the recorder. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know how it goes. Are you, are you getting the bilingual money, like the French and English? Oh no, 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 no. no. I'm not good at French. I wish. <laughs> now I wish I actually paid attention in French class. <laughs> honestly bro they're making bang bro man. that's what i'm saying in like government jobs knowing fr- man they didn't <laughs> back then i would have tried harder but nah yeah i work and like my my schedule for music honestly i've been trying to tell myself to i always tell myself i'm gonna that's one thing i'm bad at is like making a schedule for myself my day just kind of just goes all over the place it'll be like my music is kind of just but I'd say it's still the main focus because I get up and the first thing I'll do is like go through beats type thing, you know, because I'm like, well, I'm stuck at home anyway. I might as well. And yeah, like I'll usually late in the evenings is when I get most, most productive, you know, like around this time. I would be like listening to beats right now or working on songs that I haven't finished type thing. And just like, you know, I'll usually do that for a couple hours. And some days I'm more successful than others. Sometimes, you know, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to force it. So I'll just go and like play some COD, you know, where I'll see my girlfriend and whatnot, you know, it is what it is. That type of, that's basically my day for the most part. So what, talk about some of your collabs. I know uh, doing some research on you, you worked with Wes and Fab um, and then Sean, uh, talk about that experience and what's it like collabing for with sure. those artists. For sure. Um yeah um sean 2k shout out sean 2k shout out why i said fab you know big things um that was that was yeah like while i was doing my rap style before i even dropped gemini that was like my whole thing i was like i'm gonna be like you know i'm gonna prove myself as a rapper i'm gonna do this blah 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 and whatnot and my homie sean so me and him have made music we started about the same time like seriously i get well no yeah okay so we both went he went to one high school i went to another i didn't know him but i knew of him because i'd seen his music whatever you know just on soundcloud and whatnot and um we didn't connect until first year of university and he didn't even go to my university we just had mutual friends right and um from there we ended up doing one song together which is, again is still on soundcloud to this day because again i just like to archive that stuff right but um we did that and then we became friends out of it and we kind of became like brothers in a sense for the music thing because we were both at the same level and we're just like you know like we, we had big aspirations or like we're gonna you know take over and stuff like that so he's like yeah he's definitely like close close you know and he's super talented super super crazy and we last yeah last year is when we started working on music like together we had sessions a lot together um we i go to his place during like the very first okay well 
right before the first lockdown, right before we were really going hard and we recorded a bunch of songs together. And one of them was uh, the song One Day. Um, and that was our favorite song. Like right away we wrote, we wrote, we finished that and we were like, yo, this is like, this is the best one we've done so far. So we were like, okay, we're going to drop it. Um, we dropped it and it didn't get like a lot of attention. You know, it was just like, whatever. Again, like obviously kind of hurt, but in my head, it's like, I like the song. I'm proud of it. You know, it, we, it doesn't matter anyway. So we put it out. And then that's when YSN, um, he, he like reposted it on his story, I think. It was like a couple of times. It was like more than once too. And me and Sean were like, what? like, cause I'm like, we're fans of his music, obviously, right? Like he's, he's, he's going crazy. Um, been on his stuff. And then he uh, ended up reaching out and he was like wanting to do a remix. And we we're like, yeah, like you will like for sure, man. <laughs> and then he uh, he hopped on the remix, sent it back the same day. And I was just like, damn, OK. So and then we uploaded it. And yeah, we, we and we did a whole music video, too. That's one thing we have. A, I don't we have a whole video for it, but it got taken down because of some bullshit. And we were really upset. That was like technically our first music video or my se- it was my second video because we had actually recorded Gemini before that. I just had held it on to it for a while because I wanted to wait. But um, yeah, that was it was a good experience. I mean, Fab's a great guy. Um, he's super talented, g- like great work ethic. You know, I think he's and the things he's doing for the city is amazing. Like, you know, he's really putting Winnipeg on the map especially in the rap community. He mentioned the video twice now. <laughs> yeah, man, because I'm salty, bro. I'm salty. Okay, what, what, what happened with the video? Man, the video, um, so we filmed it in a couple locations, right? And one of them was a church, um, which happened to be Holy Rosary. I don't know if you know, guys know where that is. But it's like on Osborne. It's like the Italian big community there. They all go there. I was baptized there. Like, you know, everyone knows that if you're Italian. Anyway, um, we it wasn't our first choice. We just went around churches like asking like, hey, can we like film in here? It's for a music video. And they the priest there, super chill guy. Shout out Father Sam. He was like, yeah, we, you guys can film in here for sure. You know, brought all three of us in there. And just like he was like, you guys can film wherever you want in here. Yeah. we don't care like do whatever we were like we told him we're like yeah it's for a vid- music video yeah. and like this is the idea whatever the song and he was like okay um didn't ask him many questions after that he just said go for it filmed it put it out it was out for like i think two weeks yeah two weeks ish and then all of a sudden uh the videographer gets an email from a trustee of that church and he's like the church, the, the church trustees are all losing their minds, blah, blah, blah. You guys filmed in here. They tried to accuse us of filming in there illegally, which is complete bullshit. And they tried to say that they, that we, uh, the video represents violence and that we're putting that on the church, even though, because we had, we had paintball guns for the other, we went paintballing for one of the other places. Yeah. It's literally paintball, bro. You can tell. It's not like we're like, I don't know, but anyway, block on you or something. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it was so stupid, and we were just like, 
we weren't gonna take it down originally, but it's just like it was gonna do just like a, it was complicated. They, well, well, the reason was they said they're gonna sue us basically if we didn't take it down. Jeez. So then at that point we were just like, like we could have fought it, but honestly, like just a couple of young guys, like we don't really like you know I don't really want to go to court even like I don't know if they would have taken us to be honest because I feel like they were bluffing, but it's just like man, like even just the thought of having to go to I was like no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So we all just decided whatever we'd take it down. I've thought about low key just re-uploading it onto my YouTube and not saying anything, just having it there. Because I'm proud of that video. Like, it was a really good video. Like, especially the videographer, Aiden. Like, he's so he was the most upset that it got taken down, you know? Honestly, put it under as uh, unlisted. Uh, yeah, facts. Or facts. put it behind a paywall. And whoever, and if they want to watch it, they're going to pay for it. Some OnlyFans type beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make OnlyFans just for that. Just for that, eh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you want to talk about some of, like, your future projects or anything that you got going on, and then I think, I think we'll sure. call it wraps. For sure. Um, well. Shit. <laughs> um, okay, well. As much I as you can on, say. I plan on dropping new single, end of... I haven't announced it yet, but I don't care. Uh, I'll drop it. I'm dropping a new single. This is exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> uh, new single, not named yet, though, because I don't have to wait. Um, on April 29th. Okay. And um, possible music video shot by David Akello, if you know who that is. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. So we, so possible. I don't know if it'll be done by then. But, right, yeah, right. that's the plan. And then another... Just another drop a couple. I want to drop a single every month is basically my idea. Mm -hmm. And then if I get enough traction from it all, and then I'll drop a project in June. I mean, I want to drop a project regardless, but that project will be called Nice Guys Finish Last. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this is exclusive. We appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Oh, wow. course, bro. <laughs> On that note. First one's here. All right. On that note, thank you so much for coming out here, bro, sharing your experience on your musical journey. Uh, really appreciate it. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, click that follow button. Helps us out a lot. And tune in every Tuesday at 1130 a.m. on UMFM radio station at 101.5 FM. Um, until next time, check out Sandman. And, yes, sir. Uh, peace. 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 peace.